Welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast. Um, we're on a new balcony today. The balcony of our $4 billion super yacht uh, that we bought with our GameStop dollars. Um, you might not know this, but all of us actually had $14 million in GameStop stock. That is appreciated 5,000% in value. Bro, get down here. The water's great. Oh, I'll be down in a second, Connor. Don't worry about it. I, I'm going to go to the on... The, uh, the on-deck Louis Vuitton shop and get a new bathing suit first, but um, I'm just enjoying the view for now. In the, in the meantime, I think it might be uh, good if we uh, had a show. What do you guys think? We could, we, could, we could afford a show up here. Yeah, I guess we could afford it. Now that we don't have anything to do with our lives. Now we never have to work again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all we have to do is, all we have to do in our lives is sail on this yacht and record this show. <laughs> record this show. See, we just have to stay in international waters so the, <laughs> yeah. so the Coast Guard can't shut down our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Wall Street can't come and hunt us down with their bounty hunters. <laughs> You're right. They can't take their stocks back. <laughs> That's true. As long as we stay off of U.S. soil, they can't force us to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the 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 dude who built this boat for us because we did have it custom made, obviously. Uh, he, By he, one man, yeah. single man. <laughs> he 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 did look at me pretty skeptically when I asked him to recreate exactly the balcony from my old apartment. Yeah, um, I, but it, it he did a really good job, and it's it's it brings back memories. We had it fixed to an exact replica of Noah's Ark, that is inside <laughs> the hull of a bigger yacht. <laughs> pretty spacey in there we also got all the animals too just in case you know <laughs> i mean we could afford them yeah yeah i mean so if you notice less animals <laughs> specifically two less animals <laughs> if you That's look around why. if you look around right now and you think there's two less animals than there were before <laughs> if your dogs don't, don't are missing i'm yeah. sorry if you're one of the if you're one of the two people who are each missing a dog <laughs> Imagine Sorry, one but person starts missing two dogs. Oh, no. That would oh, be no. shit luck. We tried be... to avoid that, didn't we? <laughs> well, that's what we told I the did. guy who got him, but uh, who, who knows? Yeah, he, he seemed kind of like a shady guy. Yeah, it wasn't really ethical, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. He also had a whole fucking boat to build, so. Yeah. I don't know where he got the two white rhinos from, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my problem. Yeah, really. <laughs> Sorry, there's... Uh, motorboats around us as well. Yeah, well, that's the Coast Guard. They're trying to take <laughs> us down. The sea pirates want our money. <laughs> Those are the Reddit pirates <laughs> coming to get their stocks that All we right. sold. I'm heading back down. I'm, I'm heading down to the armory. Let's let's I'm take these fuckers out. Calling up the private security force. <laughs> hey guys. Look at our six, if you could. Luckily, I asked the dude to also build us cannons on our on our yacht. <laughs> <laughs> like 18th century pirate cannons. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We've got plenty of time to learn to use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our boat is very fast, and they're not as fast. <laughs> Thank God our yacht goes at a speed of, like, 50 knots. Thank God we, we increased the speed of light. Not only is our yacht smaller. Not only is our yacht like super fast, but we also have the Ark, which is also kind of fast. It's not the fastest boat in the world, but it adds to our speed. So it's, it, yeah, it's like it's like Flintstones on the inside. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> we hired an entire team of Vikings to, to, to row, row our yacht. <laughs> To row yeah, the arc. See, we wanted to be a little ethical. We could have had the animals work for us, but yeah. we we're like, no, no, no. We'll just hire some more people. Think about how that. much rhino power could do. That, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the rhino paddled. power, horse power, dog power, yeah, what's penguin the... power. Okay, what's the most powerful animal though like, that we have on our yacht? Like horses are pretty powerful. 
like I would not discount they do horse power. Bears. Bear or I power? guess I guess we're not talking about what's the most powerful animal. We're talking about which animal has the most torque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> which is a separate a separate argument altogether. I'd say horses. I mean, an crocodile. Ox. Ooh. Okay. Crocodile. I have an interesting. They, when they spin around, like the death spin, that's a lot of torque in that thing. Imagine just getting a bunch of crocodiles to death spin in a generator. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Infinite like, energy. That's why I'm like the Hoover Dam is yeah. just like instead of turbines, <laughs> it's just like a crocodile I spinning. That. I went on a, a tour of the Hoover Dam in middle school. There were just like 400 crocodiles in there. <laughs> and just like glass tanks just spinning around. That's what turbines are. Every turbine you've ever seen. Even the wind ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, it was really hard getting the crocodiles up the ladders. <laughs> if you train the, them well enough. And right. the guys have to climb, they have to climb the, the ladders like every week to feed the crocodiles with like a deer on their back. Well, the, yeah, the ladders are on the outside for the humans, but inside it's like a Minecraft water elevator. They put the, they put oh. the crocodiles in there. They put the crocodile in and it just <laughs> floats to the top. Floats up. <laughs> yeah. Does it ever start drowning? Do they need to? No. Well, it gets to the top right before it drowns, and then it can heal back. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, when yeah. it grabs onto the meat and spins. <laughs> right. There's a little air bubble up there that resets yeah. its... God. <laughs> I just thought I would tell you the story of uh, when I was a child, my my parents brought me in a stroller across, like, a bridge in, like, a park over, like, a river, and I had this little, like, rubber, like like, foam football that was, like, turquoise or something, and I just, like, I don't know, I was... I think I was like childish and young and in a stroller and I just chucked the football into the river and a crocodile shot straight up and ate it in one bite and then went down. <laughs> that is frightening. Bro. Yes. You said do not litter in my river. <laughs> yeah. Your mom was like, oh, cool. And she picked you up out of the stroller <laughs> and then <laughs> tossed, tossed me into the river. The alligator it was already full. So, yeah, cooked so, the ball. so he just took you home and yeah. he raised you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... Um, I don't know if multiple of these exist, but there's a place in on the Panhandle called Bud Puckers. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and they um they have a like at least the one that I go to has a live alligator feeding exhibit. What? That's yeah. that's like the putt butt golf near my house. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a live alligator feeding. It's just exhibit. called Loxahatchee in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, and you can just like I don't know, you can get some stuff and you can throw it to the gators. And I was like, oh, that seems cool. I bet they'll like go for the food. I just remember like throwing shit in there, and then they would like look at it and not go for it at all. Damn. I, I feel like it's the kind of thing where people go there all day and throw shit and in there. Throw and shit just, at like, them. Eventually, they're just like, "I'm not hungry." Bro. Yeah. Although I did see they were doing a feeding like after we ate, and I went out there, and they threw some meat in there, and an alligator went for it and missed, and bit another alligator, and death spun the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, bro. That's, that's probably right. animal cruelty, too, technically. Well, they couldn't do anything about the alligator doing that. That was his choice. He was just like, oh, I missed the meat. Sorry, man. Munch. <laughs> Munch. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, you know, a legal counselor for okay. alligators. I don't know what alligator law is for domestic abuse, but... Please call the alligator the al- hotline. Yeah, the alligator shelter. We probably should learn that if we have two on board. Well, that's what we have all the people rowing. Down below. They, oh, we we they're all pick, scientists we, we as well. We didn't we didn't pick <laughs> rowers. I didn't pick the rowers as you can obviously tell. But we picked you guys picked them for not their strength, but for their oh, no, their knowledge for of the, the strength of their arms. But also also their knowledge of legal <laughs> uh, <laughs> legal proceedings in the animal world. Okay. Well, thankfully, once again, we're in international waters. We don't need to really care about anything. Oh, okay. We just might get right. backlash on our yeah. podcast We've when we upload the, it. The most jacked marine biologists <laughs> in the world. They all have prestigious degrees from the most celebrated alligator uh, <laughs> colleges in the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 
I want like to go Miami. to Alligator College. And University of Florida. Where you oh, look. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. I never said that. Please don't. Beat one of the them is literally the Gators, and one of them just has them. Yeah. Just around. True. Mm-hmm. There was a time where our band practice got canceled because there was an alligator on the practice field. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Did you guys grab a bunch of dudes with sticks and run out there oh and, and beat it? <laughs> no, our band director took a selfie with it, though. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> nice. Pretty cool. That's pretty, that is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it was him holding his dog and then, like, leaning back. <laughs> Why did he bring his dog? You can't bring your dog. That is he an went, awful idea. Did he go it's home to bring his, to get his dog and then come back? No, to he just it. brought his dog and he walked out onto the field and there was an alligator there. That's probably good that he was holding his dog then. I don't know if I would have let him walk around. <laughs> just around. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. I, sometimes I, this isn't about alligators anymore, but there are, um, <laughs> there are hawks and eagles that live, like, near my house mm-hmm. and, like, in the trees around my house pretty wooded area um and my dog is very tiny and uh there was one time where um i was outside like walking my dog not really walking her but just like taking her outside to use the restroom um and i was just like looking at a squirrel that was like you know over by the over by a little bit by the forest and I just hear, like, the, the bird call. I can't do it, but, you know, I just hear, like, a bird call. And then the hawk just comes down and just picks up the squirrel and just flies away with it. And I'm just sitting there, and I, like, look at the hawk flying away, and then I, like, look at my dog, who's probably, like, three times bigger than a squirrel, but way smaller than a hawk. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so I just, I just bring her back inside, and I, I was very worried for, like, the next forever Every time yeah. we would take her out, you'd be like, I, "I'm just like scanning the skies now." Every time we take her out, because I'm worried that a hawk is just gonna come swoop her. A swooper, swoop and scoop. Yeah. Kind of similar story. Um, I got. I used to by check the skies. <laughs> I used to always check the skies for vultures because, like, obviously vultures swarm around dead things. Mm-hmm. Right. But at some point, somebody was like, "Yeah, vultures know when something is about to die," and so when vultures are circling, that means something is probably about to die. And so I'd always be, like, checking the skies, and if there were vultures there, I'd be like, oh, shit, am I going to die? It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. <laughs> vultures are just prophetic. De- they're just death prophets. Yeah, I think it didn't help that I also, it was around the same time that I played the Wind Waker, and in the Wind Waker, there's all those, like, circles of seagulls that signal a giant squid. So you really thought he- there was going to be a giant dead-ass squid? I Just thought like, there was going to be a circle of vultures and a giant squid would appear in the parking lot of my elementary <laughs> and school. Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> any, any circle of birds is now dangerous in his mind. Yeah, that I mean, is a pretty frightening image, though. Like if you were just if you just looked out like onto the horizon and you just saw like ten birds, you'd just be like, "What do they know? <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> what do they know that I don't? Yeah, what's over, what? What do they see?" I feel like. We think that's creepy now, but if that were a common occurrence, it wouldn't be. Like, ducks fly in a V formation, and that's pretty weird when you think about it. But, like, you see them, and you're like, cool. Yeah. They're drafting. I see that, and I go, drafting. ducks are surprisingly tactical animals. (laughs) Tactical animals. (laughs) Tactical formation. Too bad we only got two ducks on our yacht. Yeah. Yeah, We can't can't put them in a V formation. (laughs) You need at least three. They need to fuck first. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta go check the the nuclear reactor we have on the yacht. That's what that siren was for. So oh, I'll be, I'll be back in a little shit. bit. Right. We've been letting it go on for a while. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh, don't worry about it too much. We've got we've got engineers. Well, hopefully still. Hopefully we still do. <laughs> the alligators didn't dustbin them. <laughs> Can't remember if I closed that door between the nuclear reactor and the alligator pit. <laughs> they were swimming around in the heavy water. <laughs> as long as they don't go too deep. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know that you can actually like swim in nuclear reactor water, and it's perfectly healthy. Like it is not radioactive at all. Well, wasn't I think isn't that like as long as you don't go too deep, right? Yes, as yeah, long as you don't like, go to the bottom, because all like the the solids in the water settle to the bottom, and the the solids get all the radiation, but the the liquid water apparently doesn't hold it very well comparatively. I wonder how long you have to be on the job for you to to be that ballsy and do it. <laughs> to go swim in the new How long water. do you have to be the lifeguard at the heavy water pool? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee they have like jacuzzi parties in the, in the, in the nuclear reactor plant. <laughs> they've got like, you know, they've got like 20 nuclear engineers. They're just like, hey, pass the beer, bro. Yeah. They've got like floaties. They've got a cooler around, like, floating cooler in the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for the two crocodiles we have, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of just left out of the whole. <laughs> Unemployed. No, not an oh. unemployed. <laughs> I really hope alligators do do the death spin, and it's not crocodiles that do the death spin. Otherwise, this bit would be very. I think alligators do misinformed. it. I think alligator. I think alligators are the one. I think they both do. They both do the spin, the the murder spin. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, they're very similar. I imagine they'd have the same killing techniques. I mean, like people are pretty similar, and like we have lots of different killing techniques around. Yeah, the but world. we also have thumbs. I guess when you don't have thumbs, your options are a little closed off. (laughs) Sorry, I just turned on the rocket engines. (laughs) (laughs) What is that sound? I've been hearing it all morning. I think there's a UFO up there somewhere. Oh, it was like... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that... Look, it's still going. No, No, it is. No, it is. It kind of sounds like when you go to the beach and there's like just a lot of really big waves crashing. I Except it's it, in the sky. <laughs> I think it's the. I think we just went through the car wash. Like Earth just went through the car wash, and that's the drying cycle. Oh God, <laughs> that's, that's what the the rain was. Was the water? Thank God. Tallahassee's been needing a wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cleansing of Tallahassee. I do, I do get kind of worried because that's been happening all day. Just that sound. It has. What I woke gonna, up and I was like, "Oh, there's a plane," it. and I was like, "Wow, that's a very long plane. Maybe it's our ship." <laughs> Maybe it's our ship. Maybe it's our yacht. I guess they have to go for a well, second race cycle. That's the thing is that our yacht is so long that part of it extends over Florida into Tallahassee, so we could be here for this experience. And it's it you know it has to keep getting longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tallahassee is. Yeah, and it's also trying to escape the moon that's about to crash into the rest of the earth <laughs> by fully transitioning into Tallahassee. God. Now that we've come full circle, I kind of want to talk about an experience that I had. Okay, so, go for it. If you've listened to a couple episodes of the podcast, you might know that we here at the Balcony Brothers have an affinity for a place called Guthrie's. Oh, yes. Oh, And the Guthrie's yes. menu is not very complicated. Not at all. You've got a couple options. You know, your standard box comes with a toast, a coleslaw, some fries, and some chicken tenders. It's a classic, really. And there's also a bucket, which I got for the first time... A while ago. Mm-hmm. It's 20 tenders and 10 sauces, which is a crazy ratio. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Wait, yeah. Are you really going to use one two, two tendies for, for one sauce? two tenders? It's, it's an insane ratio, yeah. yeah. And it's also very expensive. But I was looking at the menu, and, you know, they've got, like, all their sizes and stuff that are standard and, like, the drinks and whatever. But there's just a part of the menu that my eyes never looked at. It's like how in some, like, magic or sci-fi things, it'll be, like... Instead of invisibility, you just have this power to make people not notice you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a psychological reaction so that people just overlook you, your right. existence. Mm-hmm. 
That's what this part of the Guthrie's menu was for me, and it's the sandwich. What? what? Did you know that Guthrie's has the sandwich? What? No. <laughs> Guthrie's has a sandwich. What do you mean the Guthrie's has a sandwich? We had a revelation. I, I went to the I went to the menu with I or I went to the Guthrie's with Josh a couple nights ago. I think it was like Thursday night. I've lost all time since then. <laughs> since I found out about, You've just the, been sandwich. about the sandwich. Josh yeah. mis misplaced time. I, I look at the menu and I see the box. And then I see the kids' box. And then I see the bucket it, underneath it. And I see the bucket. And I'm like, there's so much space on this menu for there to only be three things there. <laughs> and I look at it real hard and I go, wait, there's a sandwich on the menu. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> that is. That is no. That's like fucking. That's the mist from Percy Jackson, bro. <laughs> yeah. I've been hiding the sandwich from me, dog. I had no idea there was a sandwich there, and what so do you mean? I thought about it. I was like, Josh, I feel like I should order the sandwich, and I was like, No, 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 I won't do it. And so I get my order, and Josh gets his order, and I'm like about to be like, No, nah, that'll be all in driveway, and then I'm like, Could I also get a sandwich? <laughs> there was and some so... some fear that came over his mind in that <laughs> one second. And the cashier and the cashier just went silent. <laughs> No, like, she genuinely sounded a little confused. She was like, okay. It, it was like the most questioning, like, I, I've heard your order ever. It was like, oh, we have a sandwich? I forgot about that. Yeah, she was like, shit, the mist slipped. And the thing is, I yeah. pull up and she hands us our boxes, and she, there's like a smaller box that the sandwich comes in, like a, a sandwich-sized box. And with the sandwich, she provided hot sauce, which I also didn't know they had at Guthrie's. What? Yep. I was like... Do they just take everything that they have in stock that nobody asks for and <laughs> provide it with the sandwich that nobody asks for? This is this is insane to me. This is this is like Mandela effect <laughs> shit. Like I I do not believe it. I've looked at that menu so many times. Yeah, right? I might have to go. You might, you might have myself. to go. Yeah. And so like I thought it was just gonna be Guthrie's chicken tenders in between yeah. two Guthrie's toasts. That's what you expect. The bread's different. Like, it's, it's a different bread. It is still the chicken tenders, and it's the Guthrie sauce. And I think it had, like, lettuce on it. I didn't even know they had lettuce there in that building. Yeah, where do they get lettuce from at Guthrie's? <laughs> Everything that is on the menu, they sell individually on the side. Right. You can buy a single toast for 56 cents. You can buy an extra yeah. finger, <laughs> extra fries. You can buy a single slaw. extra tendy, just fries, just, just a sauce. Slaw. You cannot buy lettuce. just a sandwich. I, but I guess you can. Yeah, but you, you can buy just a but sandwich. But you can't buy just the sandwich bread. No. It's that violates bread. like like law two of Guthrie's. Is it? Is, you can buy everything <laughs> on the menu individually. And build it yourself. You is should it be like... able to buy the lettuce. You should be able to buy the bread. <laughs> Maybe they just take what was going to be the coleslaw and they're like, we'll put this on the sandwich oh. before it turns into coleslaw. But why is the toast not the toast then? I couldn't tell you. I kind of like it was good bread. It was a good sandwich. Okay. I ate it the way it was meant to be eaten. I put the hot sauce <laughs> on it. It was Texas Pete, you know, just generic stuff. Yeah. And it was it was alright. It was a good sandwich. It was basically just like eating a Guthrie's chicken tender with some bread and hot sauce. Wow. But I it, that's I'm like upset. It just <laughs> like blew <not> my mind. <laughs> I just feel like I've missed out. Yeah. Like, like I've I'm not angry, but I'm like, my world's kind of been turned around. The amount around of times I've looked at that menu and, like, there's only so many items on that menu, but it's a big menu. Yeah. But, like, it's like, intentional. The physical thing what is What if big. there's something else that we're missing, Clay? <laughs> there has to be. What if I, there's a spot in between the, the box and the sandwich? What if we go back <laughs> and we, like, take a picture of the menu and there's, like, 30 different <laughs> items on it when we look at the photo? They've actually got, like, parfaits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, sell, like, they sell like they sell like smoothies, Big Macs and like Whoppers. acai bowls, and like yeah. you, you get like chicken Alfredo, <laughs> yeah. fettuccine Alfredo. They sell steak. 
<laughs> but if you if you go order it, they're like, okay. They have, to, they have to switch modes. To like <laughs> they have to switch let me get my manager. Recognizes the order. That's wild. They have to get a demigod on staff so they can see through the mist. Yeah. I thought I knew that restaurant. Like I don't know. Like it was just one of the simpler things. Don't you feel a little betrayed? I f I just feel lost. Yeah. Just because like I mean the point of like like when I was introduced <laughs> to Guthrie's, fifty percent of the point of Guthrie's was. You could drive up or walk up and just be like, box, please. And they're like, K. And then you go, money here. And they go, food here. Yeah. And then you leave. leave. The most thought you do is, do you want a drink and what size? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, do you think you need an extra sauce? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't you be able to order something with, with multiple ingredients at Guthrie's. That is not like... <laughs> like <laughs> The only multiple ingredients are allowed are chicken, fries, <laughs> bread, and those and are slaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little strange, bro. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like separated from reality now. <laughs> like I don't know if I'm living in the Matrix anymore. I was, I was very conflicted when ordering the sandwich because I wasn't sure if I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's the right thing to do to get the sandwich? Like in that instance. I feel like you could go your whole life happily not knowing that Guthrie's has a sandwich, but the second you notice it on the menu, yeah, like, you can't not order it's it. It's a moral imperative <laughs> to order the Guthrie's sandwich at least once. It unlocks the human's prime directive, which is to get the Guthrie's sandwich. <laughs> Gosh. Well, maybe it's a... When did you go? Thursday, I think. Thursday night. Night. I was going to say, maybe it's like a lunch menu thing. They, they no walk way. outside. That Guthrie's menu has not moved. <laughs> I, I was gonna menu. say, like <laughs> that me the coordinate, the GPS coordinates of that menu have not changed in <laughs> the the menu was thirty there years. Was the beginning yeah. of time. <laughs> a restaurant just showed up and decided to start selling the things that were listed on the, on the menu. menu that naturally occurred there. <laughs> yeah. Before Tallahassee, even they were hiking through the woods and they were like, "Whoa." Yeah. We should Whoa. sell the things here that are on this <laughs> random list in the middle of... Sacagawea actually came across it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First. fountain drink is actually just a rough translation of fountain of youth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the menu actually holds the directions to the fountain of youth, but well, thankfully, we just can't decipher it. Yeah. There's two sizes they of the fountain of youth. They just built the Guthrie's on top of it. We're too busy wondering about the arbitrary prices of things on the menu. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe that's why the menu prices because they're actually GPS coordinates to the Fountain of Youth. Yeah. <laughs> GPS coordinates to the Fountain of Youth, and they've been set since the beginning of mankind. Well, of course, just as the Fountain of Youth has. Didn't at one point we tried to calculate like the, the price of to buy one of everything on the Guthrie's menu? I feel like I, it might have been meaning like... <laughs> I, think, I think I was there with I, you. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like... I don't know if we... I don't know if we I think got we might there. have given up on it. Yeah. Still. It's too much. There's too much on there. And the mist doesn't help. It just makes me think about how like overpriced Guthrie's food was like 50 years ago. <laughs> Can you imagine being in like the 1950s and you'd be like, yeah, it'll be a box for, of chicken for $7.57. Can you imagine paying like $28 for a bucket? <laughs> you'd be like, that is like my, my life's salary. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. That's like 50 man hours of labor. Yeah. If I pay $28 for a bucket, I want a Home Depot bucket. <laughs> it can have the same. A Home <laughs> Depot bucket of liquefied chicken. <laughs> With a little sauce on the top as a top layer. Oh my god, it would look like fucking Tubby Custard <laughs> in a five gallon bucket. Oh no. <laughs> Gubby's Custard. 
gubby custard. No, <laughs> no. Not gubby custard. That's awful. Has that been another menu item I've been missing the whole time? So we're gonna go back and it's just gonna say custard, thirty-seven cents. <laughs> I think Noah might be a demigod because he always goes there and he gets a gallon of sweet tea. Yeah. But that's just what we see. He's actually getting a gallon of gubby custard. <laughs> that's why. Gubby that's custard. why we never see him drink it, or at least we never get to drink it. Yeah, yeah, we never get to drink it. We never see him drink it. He goes home. He puts it in his fridge. Next time we come back, it's gone. Right. It's the wow. gubby. Custard. Might not even go in the fridge. He might just. Does gubby custard need to be refrigerated? I feel like most custard needs to be refrigerated, but I could be wrong. It's, it's a just, question for Noah to it's ask. Just, it's just in Noah's room, just like in the corner of his room. He's just. Buckets of tubby cu- of gubby custard. Gallons, <laughs> gallon <laughs> jugs of gubby custard. Saving it for a rainy day. Is that what their sauce is? Is that gubby custard? <laughs> I'm going to start calling I, it I that from now on. I don't on. like it, but I feel like we need to call it that. <laughs> yeah. <probably>. No. <laughs> That's Fuck. funny. All right. Well, uh, hi, Noah. Now that we've mentioned you on this episode, you have to listen to it. You have to listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let us know your experience as a demigod drinking gallons of gubby custard <laughs> daily. If anyone else has drinking gubby custard and is a demigod, please. Is gubby, is gubby custard just ambrosia? Yeah, is it? Will it <laughs> is give it? us immortality? It'll actually burn your insides because you're not a god. That's why they protect oh. us from it on the menu. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Which, yeah, which type of ambrosia is it? Is it the type that makes you immortal or is it the type that kills you if you're not? I think it's the type that kills you if you're not. Okay. That's why they hide it. That makes sense. For the type that makes you immortal, it would just be really expensive. Yeah, true. It'd be like two buckets. <laughs> It'd be like 40 <laughs> at, le- bucks. at least two buckets. <laughs> That's probably the price of immortality. I'm not going to spare 40 bucks for some gubby custard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to spend $40 on the gubby custard. $40 could get me like five pub subs <laughs> when they're on sale. You're right. <laughs> Can you imagine going to a restaurant? They've just got a bunch of normal items. Like, let's say you go to like La Tiendita or something, sure. and you're like, "Oh, you've got like the compoyo loco or something like that," and you've got fried rellenos, and then you just see ambrosia on the menu. <laughs> and then there's the little subtitle, "Nectar of the Gods." <laughs> there's the, no the picture. Italics. It's just forty dollars. Yeah. It's not in the drinks menu. They have no image. You've never of heard it. anyone talk about it. Yeah. It's right between like. Your burrito choices, and then like the make your own taco, like street taco section. <laughs> yeah. It's under tacos. <laughs> it's under it's tacos. one of the options for tacos <laughs> yeah. is ambrosia. Yeah. Uh, what do you, yeah, what kind of food group do you think ambrosia, like is ambrosia a sandwich? <laughs> like, is, that, is this the, the meme we've fallen back onto? Like, what's is the, it a sandwich? <gasps> what type what, of sandwich? What does ambrosia look like? I've always just imagined it literally as like, Solid gold, yeah. homemade macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what in my mind. I've I always envisioned it as of like um, gold, yellow, amber. just like a like a brick of cookie dough. Yes, that that's kind of what I meant. I guess, yeah, yeah, it's just a solid brick of like it's like a golden biscuit. I was pictured it looking like honey, but less or more opaque. I guess, like it's a liquid. Yeah. Well, America's it fucked is it. Because is don't they have something else that's the food of the gods? I thought Ambrosia was the food, and that nectar was the, the drink. drink. You could be right. I know Iker is the blood of the gods, and it's also gold. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ambrosia. America um, Ambrosia. <laughs> Ambrosia is an American variety of fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that explains why it's on the menu. That's all it took. It doesn't explain why it's in the taco section. If you all you had to do is put the peaches and the cherries together, and you can live forever. You're right. Some marshmallows. Mm. That's wild. I, no, I've had that before. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. It, are you immortal now? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't died yet. <laughs> We've yet to prove this wrong. Yeah, what if some guy just like doesn't die? Like, what, what would happen to science if we just, like, had a dude who just didn't die? Like, it wasn't, like, people tried to kill him and he didn't die, but he just, like, didn't die of old age. Like, 200 years passed and everybody was like, wow, the oldest man in the world, he's pretty old, he's probably gonna die soon, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Like, he just kept being, like, really old <laughs> and just being alive. He would probably have to do the thing where he, like... Changes identities so that people would stop gawking at him. No, but he's, he's like senile. Oh. He's like old. He's like, like he's, he's actually like aging he was with like, his he age. He was like in an old person, like in a nursing home at like 110. Yeah, like you, so, have to, <laughs> you have to think about it in terms of proportions. Like think of how a 40-year-old looks compared to a 20-year-old or a 20-year-old to a 10-year-old. Yeah. Or like a 50-year-old to a 100-year-old. Yeah. Like those are vast differences in like how they look. A one hundred year old to a two hundred year old. Like right. one hundred year olds already look like they're dead. <laughs> what does a two hundred year old look like? Just, just exponential, bones. like. <laughs> but he's like still alive. Like he would just be chilling. Yeah, perfectly healthy. No, he's not at risk of a heart attack or yeah. like lung cancer. Or his, anything. his like hearing is a little bad because like his eardrums have like deteriorated. Yeah, like, he will ask you to repeat your sentence a couple yeah. times. <laughs> he's got like pretty bad arthritis because all of his cartilage is gone. <laughs> but like, there's no. He needs like. <laughs> Prescription like plus fifteen eyeglasses. Well, he's from he's the gotten Dollar LASIK Tree. like four hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> he has to get it every six months now. God, his <laughs> eyes are rotting. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, they just they have a zipper, and so they don't have to cut it open every time. <laughs> they just fucking they put a new lens in. <laughs> don't even take the old one out. Yeah. It's just deteriorating. Like what would so happen? Fast. What would happen to science if if he just didn't die? Like, they just studied his cells, and they were like, yeah, he's got all his telomeres are still there. Yeah, his cells are just going. They're just doing shit. <laughs> just they just keep replicating. I, feel, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be, like, I don't know if it would actually change science that much, because they'd right. be like, yeah, everything's working as intended. Yeah. And nothing's going wrong. Yeah. They'd be like, that's weird how that happens. <laughs> but what would happen after, like, 400 years had passed? Do you think we'd like have the technology by that point that everybody would live forever and it wouldn't matter, or do you Probably. think it would be like four hundred years? Still kind of wild. Time. Yeah, I think you. I think we could do it in four hundred years. Yeah, I don't think immortality will ever be achievable, but I think it'll get to the point where it's like humans can live like you know turtle lifespans, tortoise lifespans. Yeah, I mean, I I think like the natural. <laughs> Like, with proper medical care, like, the normal human lifespan could definitely go up to, like, 150. 150 is where I was yeah. thinking is probably as far as it's going to go. Well, like, naturally. Yeah, but without, I mean, like, bodily modifications. But yeah. with that, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on genes, too. Because most of, most of how long you live is genetics more so than most other factors. But once you can just change the genes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And once you get a different brand of jeans, you can probably live a little bit longer. Once you get Levi's. I mean, yeah. we're not that we're honestly not that far away from like literal gene therapy. So like I don't know. <laughs> <It's kinda laughs> that would be they just put you in a room that's entirely made of denim. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just touch it and you're like, I feel better already. And they're like, you're All right, good, good stay Thanks. here forever. Yeah. <laughs> gene, th- gene therapy sounds like a country magazine. <laughs> it does. Oh my god. <laughs> Gene therapy and it like talks about the new Ford truck and it's yeah. 
It's got, like a, little... it's got a cowgirl on the front cover. <laughs> it's got like a cowboy hat catalog in yeah. the middle. A two-page spread of a Ford F-150. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's that's quite the scene. Yeah. Jeans uh, denim actually serves as like a Faraday cage for aging. So if you stay inside a, a room made entirely of denim, the old age doesn't reach you. It doesn't touch you. They can't get to you from well, the outside. Because yeah. everyone knows jeans repels age. like time. Yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. Denim, denim is denim Jeans is repel entropy yes. in all forms. Denim is a solidified anti time. <laughs> oh. Yes. Finally, we found anti time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It does. It does kind of weird me out to think about how like we're already doing genetic manipulation on things. You know, I saw like I keep seeing like a post the other day that was like glow in the dark trees, bro. And I'm like, that would be sick. Yeah, like that, and that's a thing that that exists now. It's just like think about how nobody would ever be scared of forests again. Except, that would be... except forests would be incredibly frightening because all the trees would glow. But it would be cool as shit. Like, imagine walking through, like, a, a, a whole glow-in-the-dark yeah, forest. Yeah, it would be cool if I was, like, playing putt-putt in that bitch. It would not be cool if I was, like, lost in the glow-in-the-dark forest. I would, I, would, I would get lost in the glow-in-the-dark forest. That would be cool as shit. It would be scary because, like, forests are scary because, like, bears, but... Yeah, and the bears could see you all the time now. But you could see the bears. It wouldn't give you any advantage at all. <laughs> no, but, bro, imagine how upset raccoons would be. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, we developed night vision over, like, millions of years, and now, now, the, tree, now the trees just light up. <laughs> They'd be like, Man, what the hell? Why did, I, why did I waste all this time? Birds would be confused, too, because they'd be like, I can't go to sleep now. Because oh, it's always light. Nah, birds can sleep in the light. They'd have to learn. I hate to break it to you, but birds can sleep during the day. I don't. I don't know if I believe you. Okay. <laughs> they don't have the ability. They can't. <laughs> if you check their passives, right they the just passives. have. They have insomnia, like daytime insomnia. <laughs> it's one of their yeah, one of their natural debuffs. <laughs> their racial attributes. <laughs> God. How many? How many like square miles do you think it would take to fit every bird in the world? Two. Two. <laughs> Two yeah. Miles. I feel like it would take like but, four okay, here's or five. The, here's the thing. I heard the statistic earlier. There are like 25 billion chickens on Earth. Really? That many chickens? That's a lot of chickens. Look at all those chickens. <laughs> There's like three plus chickens for every human being. Would we fight all mm. the chickens? Would we win? I think every individual person could okay, probably. How many take power lines are in the are in each square mile? Because <laughs> that drastically increases the number of birds that can fit in there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Okay, one, two, three. I can't. I can't see any farther than that. You can only see three there's square like, miles. Let's say there's like ten. <laughs> let's say there's ten power lines per square mile. That's a lot of. That increases the capacity a good bit. Tenfold. <laughs> so there. Yeah, that means there's birds on the floor, but there's also. I mean, birds in the power yeah, lines. there would be chickens on the floor. Yeah, chickens can't go on power lines. But trees don't down. hold nearly as many birds as power lines do. What do you so. mean? Think about trees are perfect bird holding apparatuses. No, Connor. You know trees were the original bird holding apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> I think back. We in didn't the day. improve on it by making them electric. <laughs> <laughs> electric, like electric, electric trees. trees. <laughs> yeah, electric trees are not. They're not better at holding birds. Yeah, they're actually less better. Less better. <laughs> <laughs> Worse, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, we saw that all these birds were in the trees, and that they had 
these feet. And then they like them so much that they build their houses. Right. And so we decide to build electric trees that shock their feet. <laughs> and so eventually they developed non-shockable feet. Right. Oh, yeah. so that was the technique. It's the, it's the arms race that lasts between people who build long wires in the sky and birds that want to sit on these long sky wires. <laughs> they, they, can no longer, they can no longer build homes there, though. They can only sit. It's not. Baby birds don't have shockproof feet like, like the elder birds do. Well, the elder birds make the shockproof feet for them in their forges and then distribute them. I think we're just cycling through all the elements because originally we had aqueducts. Right. <laughs> the water kept the birds off until birds learned how to swim. Aqueducts. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And that's where ducks That's came how from. ducks came from, yeah. <laughs> And then, and so now we have power lines. So eventually, we're gonna have to have like fire <laughs> rivers. We're gonna have like molten streams <laughs> flowing through like tubes. Well, Pompeii tried well, that, well, but it didn't work. Well, out that's where well. the birds might actually flip this on us because in their forges, that's what they've got oh. going on. Oh, the but now we're know gonna fire. we're gonna need like heat heat resistant feet. <laughs> like we're plasma. Plasma. <laughs> Bose Einstein condensate water. The, the final frontier, <laughs> Alaska. Yeah, the <laughs> final frontier, where no man has gone before. Plasma Alaska. It's sad that birds Plasma have mastered Alaska's fire because game. they've also obviously mastered air. I mean, and we can't just have air wires yeah, everywhere. No, they're the masters air of air. Wires. <laughs> the birds are the ancestral masters. Although wind turbines, natural predator of birds. <laughs> also planes. Well, that was that was the attempt we built to fight back, <laughs> <laughs> to encroach upon birds' territory. We were like, what if we made the trees spin? That'll show them. And then they became. <laughs> First we electrify them, then we make them spin really fast. Do you think like bird priests like <laughs> rail on <laughs> Do you think bird priests like rail against planes existence? Like do they think they call them abominations of the sky? And wish them to be struck down <laughs> by bird Jesus. Are they are they are they're demons? Yeah, do yeah. you think that's what they are in, in bird religion? I think they're probably the same thing that Goliath in the Bible would be to a Christian. <laughs> just, just a big person. <laughs> See, that's, not, that's not exceptional. He's just a big dude. He killed people. We just, well, yeah, but like, and if you're a big dude, sometimes you just gotta. Like, there's not. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling all big dudes. Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> if you're over nine feet, you just have to kill a man occasionally. Occasionally, it's just it, it's required of you. It just comes with the territory of being more than, you know, nine feet. But I feel like. Uh, well, I mean, is there any world in which these bird priests revere planes as their gods? No, because the birds were around when the when the planes showed up. They know the they know the flaws. So, do you think that they, so they've seen planes crash? Yeah, mm. but you can't, but you can't worship planes... you can't worship something that can die. You can't worship something flawed. Okay, so would they in fact be the gods themselves? Then would they? Do you think they consider themselves gods now that planes well, are a lesser it's, species? It's unless you bring that up, because there's actually a an ancient Greek play by Aristophanes called The Birds. An ancient Greek plane. <laughs> yeah. It's an ancient Greek plane. <laughs> Co-wrote by, by Hitchcock. Well, Co-wrote no, by Hitchcock. Well, he, he finished the manuscript later yeah. on. <laughs> he made it into a movie adaptation. Yeah. That was set in the 1960s. You're right. <laughs> and um, in this play, there are these two dudes who hear that um, there's a community of birds and that they want to get wings so that they can fly and bull and shit. <laughs> they can and so they go to these out birds. of a tower and they <laughs> put too close to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different myth. That's a different, different story. Okay, well. yeah. <laughs> and so they go to these birds and they're like, yo, so birds, let's get a load of this. 
um, it turns out that before there were gods, there were birds. And before there were humans, there were birds. And if the birds just... The, basically, they made this plan where the birds would, like, lace... They would almost be like a blockade. So that the gods and the humans can't communicate with each other. Like, if the humans sacrificed something, it wouldn't go to the gods because the birds would get it first and they wouldn't let it go. And if the gods had messages to go to the humans, the birds would intercept it and they'd be like, you can't get this message out there. And that was basically, like, the thing. They were like, the birds can become the most powerful race (laughs) just by blocking the communication between the gods and the humans. That's insanity. That's, like, the birds just declaring dominion over creation. (laughs) (laughs) The sky would just be blacked out. Yeah, like through the power of logistics, birds just take over the world. (laughs) They they just make a city. And then the gods are like, hey, we got a message. And the birds are like, no, you don't. I guess, do gods just like not hold any power over birds? Like, like, Zeus could just come down and just like turn you into a cow if he wanted. Zeus could just smite you. But I guess he he can't do that to birds. He doesn't have the power. Or maybe they're like the god of birds. They're electric resistant, remember? Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. They've evolved. Bird types are like. Resistant. They evolved to, from us to kill their masters. <laughs> right. their... They learned from their lessers to best their graders. That's wild. Yeah, I don't think people get it when they watch the Hitchcock movie, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think people pick up on all that. No, it's it's very deep subtext. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Oh, there it is. Well, I hope it doesn't start moving this way. Yeah, it is now raining. It's raining, ladies and gentlemen. It's pretty sudden, to be honest. It's Florida. <laughs> I, well, actually, I feel like the rain doesn't come as, like, like I, growing up, it was always a very stereotypical thing that, like, Florida rain, it's just, it, it just happens now, and then it does not happen, and mm-hmm. then it will happen again, maybe. Um, but I, I feel like up here it, in Tahasi, it doesn't, like, do that as often. I'm usually like, oh, the rain is coming. Away from Florida. Now it's raining. All right, now the rain is gone. Is moving away from Florida at a constant rate of 40 meters per second. It's accelerating, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. We're stretching Florida out. <laughs> South Florida becomes South South Florida. Well, that's why it takes so long to get down to Miami now. <laughs> Originally, oh. when people first got here, it was only like an hour drive. But Florida just keeps getting longer. So. Is that why the moon looks farther away? Yeah. Wow. The moon is actually, w- weirdly enough, it's, it's kind of hyperbolic. That's not even the right word, but I'm going to go with it. Go with it. Um, <laughs> Weirdly enough, the moon is actually getting closer and closer to Earth over time. But it's just not moving as fast as Tallahassee. It's moving right, away exactly. from it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting farther from Tallahassee but closer to Earth. Exactly. <laughs> Which is it's paradoxical because if you're in Tallahassee, the moon keeps getting smaller and smaller. But anywhere else on Earth, it's getting bigger <laughs> yeah. at an alarming rate. <laughs> so, like Majora's Mask style. Yeah. <laughs> We've got like three days. <laughs> well, they have three days. It's a weird, it's like a sensory illusion because if you're in Tallahassee, the moon looks very far away, but then you go like an hour outside and it's already crashed into the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I'm glad Tallahassee was spared. It's yeah. probably the best, the most deserving city. Yeah. <laughs> with just with just Tallahassee, we can rebuild human civilization. Well, we got what <laughs> FSU, FAMU, and TCC to bring back the world. Yeah. All we the can, knowledge. All the knowledge combined. <laughs> we can rebuild every other city in our image. Oh God. In our image. <laughs> A bunch of dope Campbell stadiums everywhere. (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, the the football stadium per square mile throughout the entire world was as dense as it is in Tallahassee? Like, like the the amount of city that is football stadium per yeah was was just that was how it was everywhere. Like, you go to you go to like one of the flyover states, you know, like you go to 
you go to Kansas and it's just like you go like 20 meters and there's a football stadium and then you walk like 30 miles that way and there's another football like stadium. Like every just town has <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> Some really large one too. It's like, is there town hall on the yeah. weekends? It's like, that's what they use. <laughs> it's also the testing center. Well, they just, it's they, the, it's they, the ag hall. <laughs> it's the ag hall. They grow naturally, so it's just a, a matter <laughs> of putting them to use. How big are the seeds? Or are they, they're not seed derived? Which No, they're, a, they're a geologic formation. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, like the Grand Canyon. It just takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Grand Canyon is still developing into <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, well, the water from the moon just falls down oh. into one area and drills like a big hole. And then over time, it like makes steps, you know, naturally. Mm-hmm. Over, over time, Tallahassee fills itself in. Yeah. Yeah, if you've ever been to like a crater site, um, those are actually just a bunch of potential uh, stadiums battling for dominance. <laughs> The moon just moved too quickly for them to fully form. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Gario. The biggest one will win. It just swallows up the others. <laughs> God. That reminds me. I, I was like looking at articles earlier today, and I saw one that was like, the Earth's second moon is going to be gone in 60 days. I was like, what? <laughs> we had another moon <laughs> had the whole one? time? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And it had like one of those like scientific astrological names. It was like Mini Moon Zero Zero Six or some shit. Oh, that's like just that. from, that's just from Kerbal Space Program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry, it, we don't have a second it's moon. It's just like some like dis- discharged rocket booster that's been orbiting Earth for like <laughs> fifty <laughs> years. It's not even it. a rock. And it's, they no, just called it Moon it's Two. It's man-made. And they were like, it's been there uh, for years now, and it's gonna be, it's gonna drift off in sixty days and never come back. Oh no! <laughs> Who cares? Good. No, the tide will be affected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind of wild. The tide will be affected by one picometer. <laughs> you ever think about that? You think about like who the fuck cares about femtometers, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't even matter. Like not even to like scientists. Like even scientists are like significant figures, bro. We don't care. Like <laughs> why they have to exist? Why why they have to have a name? See, I always question that in chemistry. Yeah. It's like, why do, why do we have to have, like, you know, a femtogram? Like a, a yottogram. Why does that have to exist? A yottogram. A yottogram. Literally every molecule is bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> There's no a use A single for this. atom weighs more than that. One electron probably weighs more than that. <laughs> I, okay, that might be wrong. <laughs> nah, that's probably wrong. A neutron, though. Yeah, exactly. Neutrons are big boy. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast. On this episode, we're going to be uh, drawing and quartering Cameron. Um, I call the legs. I call one arm. <laughs> I don't want the other arm. Give me his hair. That's God. not. That's not. Well, quartering no, Josh, you're the then. studio art major, so you have to draw him. Yeah. Don't get to quarter him. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, you, you don't get to throw quarters at me. We need to get a finance. We need to get a finance major to quarter him, right? Or a, or a football player, <laughs> <laughs> or someone who went to culinary school. <laughs> chop chop. Or you know, just like four horses, they could also probably do it. Probably. <laughs> the traditional way, I see. Yeah. <laughs> just send them at me. No, do you you know what drawing a quarter is? So drawing and quartering is an old. I'm just seeing how sorry. I'm just seeing how long I could keep up with it before you guys noticed that I had no idea what it is. <laughs> drawing and quartering is an old form of execution where they like cut out your bowels 
And then they tie your limbs to four horses and have them all run in different directions. And they rip, oh. you, in, they rip you into four parts. Okay. <laughs> I would never have guessed that. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. And what do you think? Now, now, here's an easier one. What do you think being tarred and feathered means? Fuck. Do they, do they tie tar and feathers to horses and make it pull them? <laughs> no. No, you're close. That's a, that's a really good guess. But no. Damn. I'm amazed you don't know this one already. I do know this one. Okay. That was pretty obvious. That was a very, that was a very uh, impressive lying you just did to me. Oh, you was, thought I was actually like yeah, no, you, you looked like how you look when you're confused. Oh, wow. <laughs> good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm impressed. Your subterfuge. I, I thought it was too obvious what tarring and feathering was. Yeah. That's, I, well, I thought the thought process in your head was, it's too obvious. It's got to be something weird. Oh. You wouldn't bring it up if it was just literally yeah. put tar and then feathers on the person. <laughs> on the person. <laughs> have we talked about the brass bowl? I feel like we have. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows what it is, but. Yeah. Like, Cameron knows what it is, for sure. What goes on inside of a bowl that's made out of brass? It's in our D and D campaign. That's true. Yeah, it was. There was a gorgon inside it. Yeah, it was kind sleeping. Kind of a weird m- myth mixing there, but you know. Yeah. Now I remember what it was. It is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put you inside a bowl, and you just sit there. I remember <laughs> sleep <laughs> made of brass. Yeah. I remember when I. Everybody knows that brass is the yuckiest metal. <laughs> When I first heard the term like brass bowl, I, I I thought bowl, like a like a like a salad bowl. Yeah, brass bowl. You ever had and one? And you of those? thought that's really disgusting. I would never eat out of a bowl made of brass because <laughs> it's the yuckiest metal. It is the yuckiest metal. <laughs> it's the least tasty metal. Like what else even competes with brass? Bronze? No, bronze is pretty. Yeah. I, I can't imagine Copper? it's very tasty though. Copper is pretty ugly. Tin. Yeah, but like sometimes dragons are copper. Tin color. shit. Tin is pretty. I ugly. mean, they're brass dragons, aren't they? There's no you tin dragons. That's for no sure. tin. That's, <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely ain't no tin dragon. <laughs> I never seen a dragon on no tin foil. <laughs> is there aluminum dragons though? <laughs> gotta be right. They make everything out of aluminum these days. Aluminium. Yes, so. What bake- do you think planes are? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. I never thought about. Are that. there baking sheet dragons? Now that we're going through baking sheet, <laughs> I don't think baking sheet is a material that you make a cookware out of. But I feel like I feel like it would be great because it's heat resistant. Right, <laughs> that's the one thing I want my dragon to be is heat resistant. Thankfully, right. the tin dragon didn't well, pass I've gotta the go, test. I've got to go manage my family baking sheet mines. So, where <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they mine the the raw baking sheet from the ground and to be be, to be used in dragon. Well, before they forge it down into. You know what is colloquially referred to as baking sheets. So ah. It's like Kleenex, you know, <laughs> because it's the, what they, they use to, it for. They make the baking shit into baking sheets. Yeah, they, they actually they actually make an alloy out of baking sheet and uh, cookie dough. <laughs> it's called cookies. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I hate this bit. This is not good. It's just funny. It's probably the dumbest shit we talked about the whole time. Oh. What, you don't like our fake metallurgy? <laughs> <laughs> I like fake metallurgy. I don't like the idea of baking sheet as a, as a, metal. As a, as a core a, component. As an element on the periodic table. <laughs> well, I, I do like the idea of cookie dough as an element on the periodic table. <laughs> well, that, of course, is just... I mean, it's much easier to imagine a cookie dough mine than a baking sheet mine. 
<laughs> you know what? You're, you're right. Because you, you go to mine a baking sheet and you just clang against it. Just, well, that's how you know you found it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just pull them out of the, the Co- wall. Cookie dough is the well, opposite. They usually come in pockets of like four or five. <laughs> I think, well, they come in packs. Yeah. <laughs> Betty Crocker stamped you have to, it. You have to rip the paper and plastic off. All sick. Publix brand. In elementary school, you take a field trip to the Betty Crocker baking sheet mine. <laughs> and they make you work there. <laughs> Would, would cookie dough be the opposite if you find it in a mine? You're, you're like, your pickaxe like, well, you sinks don't actually, into it. You don't actually it. find like, cookie dough in mines. Most of the time, you have to sift for it in rivers. Oh. oh. Watered down cookie <laughs> dough. You're getting one chocolate chip <laughs> after like days of mining and being like, I struck gold. <laughs> well, well, you that, struck cookie. Yeah, well, no, you I didn't. Struck. You stuck chocolate chip. Cookie yeah. dough, I guess, is an alloy in itself. Between... Well, no, just, just cookie dough is not an alloy. Chocolate chip cookie dough. No, is a, would that that would chocolate be chip cookie dough is a heterogeneous mixture? Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be an alloy. It'd <laughs> it's, be like, a... it's like quartz. It's a... <laughs> You're right. Chocolate chip cookie is like quartz. Yeah, it's like smoky quartz. Yes, <laughs> it's like a gemstone. It can be made. What, of... what would be fool's gold? Raisins. Yeah, oatmeal, <laughs> it would be oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> oh, for sure. no. Oatmeal raisin cookies are so good, though. I'm sorry. I mean, they're that. good. <laughs> I, I, they are. I agree with you. Just that we can't say that on a on a show that we have because then popular opinion will turn against us, Cameron. <laughs> well, popular opinion will turn against you two for sure. I think oatmeal raisin cookies are garbage. They're in the same <laughs> tier as pickles. I eat both of those things. <laughs> I don't like pickles. Would I get you rather the same have the oatmeal raisin or the pickle water? Oatmeal raisin Which one? For sure. oh, okay. Oatmeal raisin water is just like oats in water. It's not even <laughs> yeah. bad. People eat that already. <laughs> That's just oat milk, yeah. That's <laughs> just oat milk. <laughs> I don't know. I get the same feeling when I bite into a cookie thinking it's chocolate chip and it turns out it's oatmeal raisin that I get when I order a sandwich with no pickles and I bite into it and I taste pickle. Huh. <laughs> I, I agree that the deceptive, if you're in the mood for a chocolate chip and you get an oatmeal raisin... Then you do what Connor just did, which <laughs> was spit it out. It's like, it's kind of like when you have, like, a, a cup from no, a restaurant. I'm just concerned for Connor's well-being right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Clay. No, you're good, you're good. Oh. Got it. That's always fun. <laughs> I don't know, how did I get in my mouth? How did it go so, so far? Deep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone choke Someone's on a hair before. I was fishing for Connor. I choking. I was trying to cough it out. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> so back to more food Sorry. talk after. Uh, so it's kind of like. What did I say? We're talking food gold, oatmeal raisins. How you, chocolate chip. Oh, deceptive pickles, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like when you have a cup and it's just a generic like McDonald's cup or something. And you can tell that the liquid in it is clear, but you don't know if it's water or Sprite. <laughs> or, like, yeah. you expect Sprite, and you drink it, and it's water. Like, it's just water. It's not going to hurt you. But you drink it, and for a second, you're like, Ugh. Or if it's, like, you expect water, and it's Sprite, you're like, Ugh. I think it's exactly, I think it, th- that's exactly right. It's, well, particularly, like, Sprite is chocolate chip cookies, and water is oatmeal raisin. Because you take a bite of, like, an oatmeal raisin cookie when you expected a chocolate chip cookie, and you're like, you're like, oh, oh. And then you're like a little bit happy about it because you're like, I'm not eating chocolate chip cookie. No, I'd never be happy about it. I don't think I'd ever be happy about not eating it. It makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, you're like, this is. See, the Sprite water thing does that. The oatmeal raisin cookie doesn't make me feel any better because I know it's not any healthier. Well, yeah, not really. (laughs) It's it's, it's just a little, it's a teeny bit. 
There's like less probably. Less chocolate in it. Although you could make the argument that it needs to be more sugar in it because. Well, I don't know. See, sometimes I'll have a chocolate chip cookie and I will kind of be like a little repulsed by how much sugar there is. Like I'll take one bite, like and I'll, I'll go to it and I'll be like, "Hmm, I like chocolate chip cookie. Mm, this is going to be yummy cookie." Mm-hmm. And then I take one bite and I'm like, "Man, I don't know if I can do it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I went to get breakfast yesterday at the sweet shop, which where I haven't been in a while, and I went there. It was cold outside, but I was like, you know, I'm kind of feeling cold food anyways, and so I got a brownie sundae, and For I was breakfast? like, yeah. Yeah, life. I didn't know you could yeah. get those there. That sounds good. Well, spot. after our investment. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do whatever you want. I feel like the sweet shop menu is very similar to the Guthrie's menu and that there's a lot of things on there that you don't know exist. But on the sweet shop menu, it's just because it's an entire textbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could spend days deciphering that thing. But um, That was the sound of someone finally comprehending <laughs> <laughs> the Guthrie's menu. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> The Balcony yeah. Brothers on Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> Hell yeah. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Our first ever live follow. Yeah. Our live audience. Yeah. Can you imagine doing this with just people watching us on both balconies <laughs> next to us? I hope we never get that pop. Be a little... That would be a, <laughs> be a little wet. It's yeah, already noisy be... enough around here as it is. Yeah. How many times do you think this bit can get interrupted before we finish it? Um, Probably two, maybe I three. I think that's the biggest interruption we'll have, but I think there'll be smaller interruptions that just kind of distract us a little bit as that's we're every, talking. That's every show. Every yeah, but especially this episode where there's more cars and people and birds. Because it's daytime. Because there's birds. Mostly birds. Yeah, and rain a little bit. I was I was afraid the rain was going to get too loud for a second there. And UFOs. And Mostly UFOs. Birds. Mostly. Birds really are just UFOs until you figure out what kind of bird they are. <laughs> until you figure out it's a bird. This is a UFO. <laughs> <That's> a UFO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know the um the like government says UAP now because UFO is such like a stigmatized word. They say UAP, which is unidentified aerial phenomenon. Hmm. To refer to that stuff. Oh like that it's <laughs> Okay, yeah, I guess I guess it has the same vibe as flying objects. Yeah. Although phenomenon implies that it might not even be an object. Right. Yeah. Just something happening in which, the sky. I mean, Oftentimes, UFOs are not objects. Like, oftentimes, what people think are UFOs are, like, tricks of the light on, like, cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about raisin cookies or some shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, <laughs> the amount of sugar in chocolate in, in those cookies, you know. Oh, Sunday. Uh, <laughs> yes, brownie yes, Sunday the sweet shop. Yeah. For breakfast. So, I get a brownie Sunday for breakfast, and... I go, and I start eating it, and every time I get a little bit of ice cream in my mouth, I'm like, this is heaven. And every time I get a little bit of brownie in my mouth, I'm like, this is hell. <laughs> That's the best of both worlds. The duality of the brownie sundae. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking about it because I don't know what, like, popularity spell was cast on me in high school, but, like, my freshman year of high school, wow. girls girls would come to school, and they'd be like, Clayton, I made you an entire, like, pan of brownies. Like just for you, like, just not for, for me. Everybody? They just hand it to me and they'd be like, "This is for you." Like, just give me the sheet back whenever you're done with all the brownies. <laughs> what spell was used on you? You didn't want to share that. I was just some scrawny ginger kid. It didn't make any sense. And like that happened pretty regularly. I think I got like cookies once. 
I don't, I don't recall trays of brownies. Like, I have to walk home laden with... I never got... <laughs> I, I got cookies a couple times, but never just for me. It was just, like, somebody yeah. brought them in for, like, band or really? something. It, it was, like, there was a... I remember specifically a period of, like, maybe a month where there were, like, two or three girls who all would, like, do that, like, alternating. And it was the <laughs> strangest thing. Were they Did just you date a... any of them? What? Did you date any of them? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the best answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's in the past. But, like... I used to love brownies so much because the reason they would do it is they'd be like, oh, Clayton, you know, like, is there anything that you like? I was like, I don't know. I like brownies a lot. And then they just come with brownies. And then people figured it out because I'd always be walking around with a pan of brownies. <laughs> You're just the brownie guy. Brownie yeah, boy. So other girls would see me and they'd be like, oh, you must really like brownies if you have a whole pan that you're walking around school with. <laughs> You've got like a, that's like a 10-pound glass sheet. <laughs> I don't know if high school me would have had the balls to walk around high school with just a glass sheet of brownies. I don't think brownies. you had much of a choice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to put it in my backpack. Put it in your saxophone case? You can't put that case? shit in your locker. Like, what are you... Put it in my band locker and yeah. it like turns to mold before I get back <laughs> yeah. to it. I guess, yeah. <laughs> the band rats get in. Every time... I would get any kind of baked good in high school. I would just try and give as much of it away as possible. Why? It always made me feel bad. Because, like, if the person who gave it to you sees you give it away, you're, you're kind of like... But also, like, I'm not going to eat any of that shit. Why? Any of it? Like, maybe one of it. Yeah. But still. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I had a big stomach in high school, but I could not eat a whole pan of brownies. Yeah, I, so I, I, like, I could. I ended up giving some of them I, away, which I, I think is understandable. Oh, I would have. Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. I, I... Like, when Legion was first coming on, on, like, FX, like, one of the mutant shows... Me and my friend, uh, like we would, whatever day it came, like it was on, it was maybe like Saturday, Sunday, or like during the school week, we'd hang out and we'd always make brownies. Slash, they would always make brownies, and then I would <laughs> eat them because yeah. I know I love brownies. But brownies are such a a good gift. Let alone getting baked good f- from someone else is such a nice gift. I'm so sad that you gave them away. Like, you have to. You I don't can, have to. I cannot eat more than like one cookie at it. I could eat like eight cookies. I could only eat one brownie before I'm like, yeah. Brownies. I don't like like brownies store brownies, away. but like homemade brownies. Like you go and you buy Betty Crocker brownie mix and you make that at home. That those are superior. Yeah, I don't know. But where I was going with that is I get this like brownie Sunday, and like I just couldn't do it. Like I love brownies. I love the texture. I love the taste. But every time I take a bite, I'm like, please let it stop. Just <laughs> <laughs> to be over. It's just so rich and it's so filling. Like one bite and I'm more than full. Like one bite and I'm like, oh, I, I should not have eaten that much. That's how I feel. My, um, my grandma on my mom's side makes this fudge, which is absolutely delicious. It of course. Possibly one of the greatest flavors mankind has conceived of conceptually. <laughs> um, but every time you take any amount of it into your body, you like can't eat any more of it. <laughs> for for like at least you can't eat any more of it for like at least the next like two three hours because it just kind of stops like all of your motor function. It resonates. Yeah, <laughs> like somehow in your is it, is in your it drug buds. No, there's something that, like you it's take, got Novocaine. It's in just it. so incredibly rich. You like take one bite and like like it's exactly like Clayton said. Like even as you're chewing it, you're like. Man, I wish I could just swallow this and not have it in my mouth anymore. Yeah, like fudge and like even brownies yeah. sometimes as they're like thick brownies. It's the kind of thing where I'm like, I wish I could chew it up and then spit it back out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're chewing exactly. tobacco. <laughs> it's like I need to go to like a, a wine tasting, but for fudge. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, oh. <laughs> fudge. Your palate. That is pr- yeah. fudge is probably the only food I've had that experience with that is not marshmallows. Um, because yeah, it is just super rich and. 
I, I remember like carrying a brick around it. I got one when I was in New, New Orleans. I went on a trip there with like some high school friends like last year or something like that. And we went and got fudge. And, and I had that brick of like just like the size of my hand, maybe less. I had that for like a month. Yeah. I I just took like one finger full <laughs> off a day. There's there's a place in um Colorado and if you go up this mountain it's called Pike's Peak. At the top they sell these really good donuts, but they also sell this fudge. And I had like a similar experience cuz the first time I went there cuz I I went for this like boy scout thing. But the first time I went there, I got the fudge, I ate it. It was good. They had like different ones. They had like the regular one like just kind of like dark chocolate, chocolate milk chocolate, uh peanut butter one. I got it. I ate it. And, you know, two years later, I come back. I, we go to Pikes Peak again. I'm like, oh, this fudge was so good. I buy two of them. One of them I eat like halfway, and the other one I just slap in my bag. Two months later, I pull that fudge out of my bag, <laughs> and it's just fine and sitting there. I don't eat it, thank God. But this fudge just looks like I just pulled it out. Like you probably it could have day. eaten it. I probably could have. Like, I just like that. Crafted on the top of a mountain. <laughs> I feel like any bugs that would like come near it would just smell it and die. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the scent would be too rich for a bug. Yeah. yeah. That's why they just leave. That's why if you ever pass a place that makes fudge and you go like behind the store, they just leave it out. You die. <laughs> yeah, behind the store, you die. <laughs> they have to get like the, the toxic waste disposal suits so you don't come into contact with the it's fudge actually, molecules. You can like swim in the radioactive water, but not in the fudge water. <laughs> well, fudge water is, is surprisingly much more lethal. <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't go to, to the stuff. bottom of the fudge water. <laughs> yes. Well, that's actually the safest places at the yeah. bottom. Oh, okay. The top <laughs> of the fudge water is where it's deadly. That's so why it's like the exact opposite of heavy yeah. water. It's the best way to get in is, is the cannonball Light technique. Water. Yeah. That's why they they sometimes pencil dive. That's why they sometimes use fudge water for reactors so to discourage <laughs> the employees from swimming it. Right. Because they know they'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll actually die. I love the idea of like safety measures that will just kill you if you do the wrong thing. Like they just make you more afraid of fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Like it like it's like a train, but it's like don't go on the yellow lines or else we'll deploy circular saw blades and slice you in half. Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> don't put keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Otherwise, the windows will turn into in the guillotines. <laughs> Chop your limbs off. Yeah, don't look out the window. <laughs> Make sure, God, you have to come to a complete stop at a stop sign. Otherwise, a plasma cutter will deploy and slice your car in half. Yeah, <laughs> and that just and that just devalues your car. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would devalue it a little bit. <laughs> Having half of it over here and half of it over there tends to make something worth less. Is there any instance of which that's just not for, true? Just logistically speaking, like transportation-wise. Speaking of my sweet shop trip, I while I was there, because I sat out on their like patio for a little bit, um, a woman walked by with what I consider to be one of the most vile machinations of man, and it is, is those child? strollers oh. that contain <laughs> dogs. <gasps> very small dogs that wear like shirts and sweaters okay i was imagining like a magic artifact where like every time you open it it's like a different dog <laughs> you, can, you can open it and just like pull a dog out and you, and you close it and open it again and there's a new dog you open it and it's a different instance of dog yeah. you, you pull it from somewhere else in space time schrodinger's dog yeah <laughs> What happens yeah, when all the lost dogs are just yeah. coming out of the cart? It's just an annoying stroller that contains dogs, and they, like, walk around, and they're, like, 
one square foot radius of dog shelter that they have. Well, they've got like a three square inch radius of like <laughs> themselves, so yeah. they've got enough space to move around a little bit. They've got enough space to dog. She came and she sat like all the way on the other end of the patio for me with her dog there, and her dog was just like jumping on the side of the stroller and like doing the paw thing that dogs do. And I was like, I have nothing against this dog, but that contraption upsets me. <laughs> like Did you whoever. Well, no. <laughs> she was minding her own business reading. But, like, I just remember seeing it, and I was like, that's something about that appalls me, where she can't just walk her dog. She has to get a stroller to I mean, go read a book on the patio. If your dog is really, really tired, it might be safer that way. It might be safer that way, but, but that I point, still don't like the dog that I don't like the fact that you have, like, a fucking rocket ship for your dog. <laughs> this thing is big enough to be the dog's mech suit. That's what this tiny dog would get in to fight a bigger dog. Do you think? Do you think that dog could have piloted it like a mecha and assaulted other various animals? <laughs> could it have gotten in there and assaulted me physically? Yes. <laughs> do you think it could have taken you down? If I think if I had growled at it, it probably would have. <laughs> it would have just dropped like the glass. <laughs> it would have. It would have like closed and then opened, and like a bigger dog would have been in there. <laughs> I like to think that's that's great because that they're like all the same dog. It's just every time you close it and open it, he has a different body. Yeah. <laughs> he has the body of That's a, a great dog. SCP. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the same dog. Like, you train it, and then it remembers everything, even when it's in a different body. But it's a different breed. What would that SCP's code name be? The, the Hounds of Tindalos. I don't know. I appreciate the try. <laughs> I have no concept of creating a literary pun in, like, a 15 second time window. That's what. About 16 seconds. That's inevitably what every, uh, what every SCP title is. Yeah. Like SCP 3876, literature pun. <laughs> Across the volleyball. Okay, here it comes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for coming yeah, by the so Balcony Brothers fun. yacht today. Uh, me and Cameron are up on the deck. Sunbathing as we watch Connor and Clay hit a volleyball, I guess. They seem to be missing it, but they keep making sound effects. Um, Cameron, what did you think today about our yacht and our journeys? I, I've been really enjoying this purchase. I think we saw a really cool island with the sea lions on it earlier. Right, right. That was pretty cool. I mean, they missed it because they've been playing fucking beach volleyball for an hour. Uh, <laughs> no, they really have been in the pool for a long time. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of concerning. I can see, I see their hands raising. shriveled from now. Yeah, the last one fell to the pirates. Uh, the pirates got my volleyball, guys. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, um, it seems like we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go. I gotta go rescue that volleyball from the pirates. <laughs> the volleyball uh, is our most expensive purchase on this. Now we got fifteen more. Don't worry about it. Nope. Okay. Now that was my favorite one. All right, you fuckers. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks we'll for see listening. You later. <laughs>